Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I convinced a friend of mine who is a very casual wrestling fan to check out Rampage recently... And he actually messaged me saying, why is it called Rampage Baby? Oh, man, I'm sorry. We can't be buddies anymore. That aside, though, I don't know what AEW did here, but the way it was formatted and the way it was structured really worked for a 60-minute wrestling show. Like, there was so much coming at your face, but somehow it made all the sense in the world. So let's do more of this. Otherwise, hello, my name is Cyber What Culture. Welcome to Ups and Downs for AEW Rampage. Was it any good? I just kind of gave it away, but maybe there's a down in there. Spoiler, there is. Let's just up those downs. Darby Allen versus Swerve Strickland to begin this week's episode of AEW Rampage with the winner going through to the Owen Hart Cup. And the best thing about this, apart from the wrestling, which was superb, is that the commentary team not only told you about their past, but they made it very clear that at the moment, if you do add up all their wins and losses, Swerve is ahead. So this just tied directly into the finish. We're also doing a lot of flippy dippy doos our stuff here, including Swerve being hipped off by Darby Allen. But he just flipped out of it. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to sit down and think about this. A human being shouldn't be flipping out of a hip toss. Doesn't make any sense. They didn't start doing some wrestling because, see, they can do both. But this is when they went crazy. Because Strickland went for a tope. Darby basically returned it into one of his stunner thingamajigs. When he went for his own crazy dive, the greatest dive in all of professional wrestling, Swerve just kneed him right in the face. I was like, that's it, he's dead. He then continued because he tried to stop the skull off Darby Allen. Allen was trying all these submissions here, but it didn't work. But it's just the transitions and the reversals and the smoothness and the flow. These two guys have such good chemistry, and it was an absolute joy to watch. Allen also came back with this awesome code red for a great near fall, which I bit, and I thought, oh my gosh, he's done it, but he hasn't. And after that, it was as always the wrestling tennis because he was just move no you do move no I do move no someone do a move hence why when Darby went for the coffin drop Swerve just got his knees up and Darby didn't even try to protect himself his back just went smashing in from them and when they were on the apron Swerve Strickland suplexed Darby Allen to the floor and he just fell and he made that this thud noise and it sounded like this 
You probably can't even hear that, but I thought once again he was dead. Because Ricky Starks was on commentary, he then realised, oh, wait a minute, I really don't like Swerve Strickland, I don't like Darby Allen, I'd better do something here. So he started to make his way to the ring. This is when Sting stopped him like, no, you shall not pass. But it basically caused some kind of distraction because back in the ring, when it seemed like Swerve was going to win, Darby Allen hit the most devastating moment. Ah, the sports entertainment. A variation surprise roll up, but it actually looked quite cool. He got the one, two, three. So look what we did here. Darby goes into the tournament, which is probably a good idea. Swerve is protected, and now he has more anger towards Team Taz. I thought that was all very well put together. Up. The commentary during this match and throughout Rampage was good too, especially between Taz and Chris Jericho, who kept doing these little jokes. And then we went backstage where Sean Spears was here, and seriously, he may have just gone, look, big cast W Morrissey. He definitely come into dynamite because if he's not, AEW made a massive mistake. It was also here where Jericho continued to be awesome when he went, you know what? Because I blew fire into Eddie Kingston's face on dynamite, I've decided I am the sports entertainer of the week. And he had this graphic where he was just smiling. It really made me laugh. Chris was not feeling jovial for long though, because this is when Santana on Ortiz jumped him at the commentary table. And as Santana was just whamming away, Ortiz was just like defending him, like, no, keep doing it. If anybody comes out, I'll stop them. Chris Jericho then challenged Santana to dynamite. It got confirmed once again. All of that just worked. We then did have quite a bizarre match though, because it was Willow Nightingale, Sky Blue, and Trisha Dora taking on Jake Cargill, Kira Hogan, and Red Velvet. Now, all of these women are great, but as we have talked about before, Red Velvet has joined Jade Cargill's baddies, and nobody has told us why, even though they hated each other so much a year or so ago that Shaquille O'Neal just vanished after everybody had a big fight. And there's every chance I'm jumping the gun here, or maybe I've missed it, I am an absolute moron, but I think before they actually start teaming together, Someone needs to explain why Red Velvet has decided to team with who was once a mortal enemy. I do like Red as a heel. I think she's proven she can do it. But yeah, this one was really quite strange and it's got to get her down. However, I did like the idea here because while the good guys did get their moments in, especially Nightingale, who's running around like a crazy person, the point of this was to establish that Jade and her new crew are dominant and maybe they're about to take over the division. I mean, they honestly ran through them in around about two minutes before Cargill finished it off by hitting Jade on Adora. Seriously, when I was looking at them as a threesome visually, I was like, yeah, man, that looks pretty good. So we just need a little bit more information and then we can tie it all into this. Plus, obviously, it makes the TBS title a little bit more interesting too. That part is getting it up. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Backstage, Darby Allen was talking to Swerve Strickland where he said, look, I'll give you five minutes. I just saw what happened. I'm absolutely devastated. But again, it tied into the story because Swerve was like, no, I know this wasn't on you. It was on that damn Team Taz. So I am going to take all this rage and I'm going to finish them for good. And I was like, yeah, you should do it. Because he, Keith Lee, Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks have nothing but good matches. And speaking of Mr. Lee, this is when he strolled to the arena of combat to engage himself in some fisticuffs. Wonderful. He was taken on Colton Gunn and you could have predicted this a mile away. But look, sometimes you eat ice cream because you want ice cream. But I just want to give these two all the round of applause in the world. Because Keith Lee came across like a monster, but Colton Gunn. Not only did he bump his ass off, but he's so obnoxious in the way that he's meant to be. He and his brother are terrific heels. He even went for the famous at one point, but Keith Lee caught him in midair, and that's when he hit him with the Big Bang Catastrophe, or whatever we're calling it. He got the one, two, three, and seriously, you hear these stupid people online saying, Keith Lee's too big, Keith Lee's too big. I hope Keith Lee gets bigger. When I look at him, I'm like, dude, he's just a wall, and he's so damn good in the ring. I enjoyed this a lot. Up. The Hardy Boys are then excited about potential dream matches that could happen, because Jeff Hardy is going to take on Bobby Fish to see who goes into the Owen Hart Cup tournament qualifying thingamajig where we then cut to the undisputed elite and Bobby Fish was like you can't beat me Jeff Hardy I'm a fish from the sea and I will summon the power of the ocean and win their whole promo too was really funny because they were just making references and being utter goofs and as you're about to find out I've done it now I've transitioned across I just want goofy wrestling all the damn time because it was time for absolute nonsense and please just tie me to a wall and throw this stuff at my face. What? Because it started with Danhausen coming out to a great reaction and telling Hook to get his ass out here, even though he didn't seem very confident. But he still threw in the line, I'm going to eviscerate you. So I took my ass and I put it in my seat and I was like, man, let's go. Hook being the tough guy that he is was like, fine, I will come and confront you. But before we could do anything, they were interrupted by Mark Sterling. So there's 38 interruptions in AEW and 109 in all of wrestling. And just as he was going on, his client Tony Nese attacked Hook and Danhausen from behind and started beating them up. I was really upset here. I was like, Tony, Nice, how could you do? This is the only segment I wanted to see in my life and you ruined it. It was Hook that smashed him up as Dan Houser went after Sterling before he started cursing everyone, which is an absolute joy. And this is when Dan was like, oh man, maybe I should extend a hand of friendship to Hook. But he blasted past Dan Houser and went to the back. Probably because he had one hair out of place on his head. But look, it's so clear that this is happening. I don't care if it goes for a day. I don't care if it goes for a week. I don't care if it goes for 78 years. We are going to get Hookhausen. And I will be the happiest man in the world. Up. We then had a bunch of segments thrown in our face. The first being the gun club backstage all like, man, I can't believe we lost. When the acclaim said, well, why don't you come scissor with us and we can be a team. And again, bless the gun club. They went, nah, we got to go ask daddy. They totally get it. We also had Mercedes Martinez promoting the fact she's taken on Deonna Prazzo come dynamite to decide who the real Ring of Honor's women's champion is. And that was actually quite a good time because it was time for our main event. 
when the Ring of Honor TV Championship was on the line. It was Samoa Joe versus Trent, and in their promos beforehand, Samoa Joe just comes across like the most legit badass ever. And I tell you, this was a really, really good wrestling match. If it was so good, I don't even know what to say. Because as already put across, Moa Joe, you just think, yeah, he'd kill you. If he wanted to, he'd actually rip your head off. Whereas Trent is seriously underrated. And I think they went out there with something to prove and my did it, they did it. Trent was also moonsaulting onto Samoa Joe and laying in these chops to the point Samoa Joe eventually caught him in midair and just threw him around the place. And when he does stomp around the ring, again, if you've never watched professional wrestling before, you'd be like, well, who is that guy? Trent was having none of that, though, so he flipped out of a powerbomb and dropkicked Joe right in the face. And just to prove he had the moxie as well, he climbed to the top rope and he smashed him with a crossbody. And while we see a top rope crossbody and go, oh, man, that's so mundane, it's absolutely not. If you could ever climb to the top of the wrestling ring, do it. And imagine diving onto someone... It is not normal. Samoa then finally did reverse Strong Zero into a powerbomb where he applied this cross face which Trent was able to get out of when he got to his face. Do you know what Trent did? He slapped Joe right around the face and I was like, dude. This led to the Samoan submission machine just killing him with a lariat and much like earlier, this is when they just went move, 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 move. And I watched on going, man, I'm never going to be this good at wrestling. We were absolutely trying to sell this too like it was mega, mega close and that did come across to the point Samoa Joe couldn't even hit the muscle buster. What he was able to do though was apply the choke. Trent had to go because, you know, you can't be strangled around your neck without going, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. This is one of my favorite main events in a long ass time. They shook hands afterwards to observe the rules. Just as Samoa Joe was about to talk to us, he got interrupted by Satnam Singh, Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt. So it's 39 in AEW and 110 overall. As Trent was out there as well, Orange Cassidy tried to get involved, but that did not work. And along on the short of it is this ended with a big old brawl between Jay Lethal and Samoa Joe to the point that all the AEW officials had to break them up. And I don't think an episode of Rampage has ever finished this way. I mean, you could say it had a little bit of the sports entertainment to it, but because it ended on a flurry, I was like, oh my gosh, I now want to watch more wrestling. So it absolutely worked for me. And again, whatever you did here, Tony Khan, do it again. This had such a good ebb and flow to it. I don't know how you did get it in 60 minutes, but somehow you did. Overall, it's getting it up. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 